This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out takes. Almunia saves. Look out follows in. Almunia saves again. And now one minute on the counter attack. Forestieri. Good afternoon, everybody. That was a shit show beyond shit shows. Can't possibly be anything thrown at Chris Wilder. He's been in for three days. But the symptoms from the players, the lack of guts, cowardice, I hate the phrase, I hate the words, I hate it when people look at Watford and say, those players were cowards, but I'm I'm looking for other words. Please give me the other words today. The fact is that QPR, and we always start, we always start by giving credit to the opposition, even when it's QPR, and even when it's time-wasting and the frustration, that's, that's part of the game. Managing the game, not being naive, is part of the game, and you have to deal with it, and we don't, and we can't. And in fairness to QPR today, what we saw down at Loftus Road was a club. We saw a club who have not won a game since the 28th of October. And it's ludicrous that we go down there and boy, do we get team season started, eh? Don't we? But look at what we saw today. A club coming together, the fans who knew that they were up against it, needing to have a home performance, a team which was missing Chris Willock, chair, you know, their creative sparks. Dykes, who I've heard a lot of QPR fans not say many good things about Dykes, but... He was out and he was one of, he's one of their players. Well, he only came back for, what, 60 minutes, but he put in a shift. Typically, we look at our players and say, well, you know, they're not fit yet. They're not ready. They're not quite right. This was up against a, uh, a real ragtag of what was left over from injuries of a QPR team, playing not necessarily the greatest of football, but the togetherness, the desire, the passion, the being prepared to outwork Watford all the time. We walk in with every opportunity to try to impress the new boss. And I cannot think of one player beyond a, at the end, petulant Pedro, who tried to do that. I really can't. How frustrating was that, Justin? Justin, I've gone off on a rant. Good afternoon. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll get onto people's calls because uh, I can't just go off on one on my own, although, let's face it, I probably could. Well, Peter, you might recall we spoke with Richard Honey at the beginning of the week, and he basically was saying that QPR are not a great team. They haven't got, like you just said there, no chair, no Willock, et cetera, et cetera. He, I think he said they had one decent player in the team. They've just beaten us 1-0. And I said it this time last year when we played Arsenal, there's a video of me talking to Carl on, in the Vicarage Road and I said to him, I don't care about any of these players mm. and I still, I still don't. I don't care about any of them. I don't feel attached to any of them. It wouldn't bother me if any of them got sold. Next season, or whichever division we're in, we won't have Chowdhury. He's on loan. You're not going to have Davis. <laughs> you're, you're probably not going to have Saar or, or, or Pedro. So, you know, there's a new team coming in, hopefully. 
hopefully someone can put some belief in them and some passion in them and, and show them a method of how to play because it's clearly not the manager that is the problem it's the players and and the recruitment and the people at the top who are recruiting these players and as long as we keep on firing head coaches and using the same players and the same methods for bringing players in etc the results are going to remain the same and I feel very very dejected after that I thought after last week things can only be improved upon how wrong I was. That was worse than last week. It was, but as we say, the issue is not here. It is not, it's not Chris Wilder. We try to play, having, having been told that, you know, people who were lazy, if, if we thought that they would play 3-5-2, because he'd done more than that, we did play three at the back. There were areas where obviously it's going to look unfamiliar. It's going to look it's going to look strange. Here is here is my my silver lining, and boy, am I having to look hard for that after that particular game. That was Gareth Ainsworth's fourth game. He's had three consecutive three one defeats. I think he's taken a while to turn them around, and then they've come from home. The crowd have got behind them. They've roared them on, and they've got a patchwork squad into showing us for what we are, which is a bunch of individuals. What we have to have on on Tuesday when we face Birmingham is is the same. We have to actually get behind them and start this lot off. And do you know why? Because this lot aren't good enough to get everybody else off their seat. They're not good enough to get us started. We have to do it. We have to drag them forward and hope that a spark other than just Yao Pedro or a moment from Espria in the 10 minutes that he gets will be enough. And we have to see the same work rate. We have to see the same commitment. We have to see the same strength and energy and determination and all of the things that we did not see. So, so, so frustrating. Let's, let's add in uh, 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 Mr. Carl James, who's been down at Loftus Road. Carlos. Hi. Carl, hi. Hi. Tell us hi, hi. how... How's the atmosphere at Loftus Road? <laughs> How is it? Fuck me. It's not very good. It's really bad. It's really bad. It's, it's just like the weather. It's pissing down here uh, in West London. Guys, I've seen some shit performances. I, I, we spoke about the the, uh, the pressing performance at home. Dreadful. Awful. Billich had to go. We brought in a new manager. Look at the performance. Look at what was there. Absolute fuck all. These players are a disgrace. They're a disgrace to the shirt. They're a disgrace to the badge. It's absolutely embarrassing. My mate, Uncle Ron, your mate, Uncle Ron, call for the manager. It was the manager's fault. It was Billich's fault. Bollocks. Look at it. Nothing. Billich would have got a result here today. Oh, no. Uh, well, um, well, yeah, but, but, but Peter, what's changed? What's changed? No, I don't think anything has done. Fuck, but you fuck can't, always, you... Yeah, exactly. Fuck always changed. Everyone's calling for the manager. Calling for this, calling for that. I'm so tired of it. I go home and away. I go everywhere, spend and this, and uh, I spend my my hard-earned money doing this fucking absolute dreadful shit. I'm tired. It is dreadful today. I'm getting piss wet through now in, in West London watching that crap. You know, I don't blame I don't blame the manager. I don't. I blame the owners. I blame I blame our owners. I, I, I blame their recruitment. I blame their philosophy. I blame everything about them. Pozzo out. out. Get the fuck out of our club. Honestly, it is dreadful. We cannot continue this. We are. We we we've brought a manager in who who's had to sit in front of the cameras and pretend, and that's all he's had to do. Pretend that he's gonna get he's gonna get a tune out of this squad. Did anybody see anything different today? Did anyone see a spark? Forget Joao Pedro. He was a spark in the game. Did anyone see a? Something different today in that game. Anyone? Justin, Peter, anyone? Did you, did you see anything? No, I didn't see anything. Okay. Um, I am I upset. Think, I think, I'm fuming. Oh, oh, well, yeah, we all are. We all are. I mean, no one's happy after that. But I, I've paid £4.50 to come on the tube. You haven't. You've sat in a nice, warm, cosy living room. I, I've had to come down here to the, to, the, to the BBC where Gary Lineker's no longer employed. And quite honestly... <laughs> It is honestly, guys. It is a fuck. It is an absolute disgrace. These players, they don't want to play for the club. Fuck off. But but any but anyone anyone that calls for the manager, and I and I, I will come at Uncle Ron. No, now. no, no. I will come at him because he called for it. He called for it. He called for it. He got his wish. Look at us. Look at us. We are a fucking disgrace. It's the owners. Get the owners out of this club. Hold on. Get the owners out of this club. Cut. Carlos, you say the manager had, you know, it's not the manager, but the man, the new manager has been in place for three days. Did you expect 
them to be completely it's, no 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 completely Pia, different Pia, today Pia. in terms of in terms of no 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 Carl we wait we've, we've listened to you mate or my question is to you did you expect the players as individuals okay. to be completely different no I tell you what I expected I expected what we spoke about on our podcast our very own podcast that we come to QPR and we put up a fight. There was no fight, was there? What fight was no. there? No, I, we, 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 no disagreement with we, that. We, we spoke to a QPR fan that was laughing at us, laughing at us, going, oh, they're going to lose. Look at that. It's, it's fucking embarrassing. Yeah, that great. It's told fucking us, embarrassing. Great. Come on. Listen, I, 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 respect, I respect you and Justin uh, as the, the, the guys that I, I work with on this. But it is dreadful. It is absolutely dreadful what I've seen today. There is no... There is no pissing about in terms of well, it might get better if we um, if we change another manager. It might get better if we do this. It might get better. It's not going to get better. Get the owners out of this club. They do not care. Our club is in free fall. We are only going in one direction. And if we don't do something soon, it's up there with with. Right. Colin just fell over an electric bike. That was Emma. <laughs> are you okay, Colin? No, I'm not. Okay. But this is West London for you. It's dangerous, guys. Dangerous. Reporting on the road. But we're about to go into we're about to go into the tube station. I'm still apoplectic. I will catch up. I know, I know. I'll catch up with you two very shortly. Guys, we'll catch you later. Right, but, but, we'll catch but, but, later. Right, there goes Carlos. We found the silver lining as uh, as Colin has gone over an electric bike. Brought to you for your pleasure. There we go. Right, we've got loads of people to get to, guys. So let's get let's get around to everybody. Uh, Carl is fairly, you know, adamant there that uh, calling for the manager previously has made no difference after three days. I think that's rather a strange thing to say, simply because Wilder hasn't had the chance to work anything different from that particular yes, to my mind, but you might disagree. It's fine for you to disagree. It's fine for, if you've ever noticed, me, Carl and Justin to all disagree. That's the whole point of this. Thomas, sir, Thomas Johnson, come on and tell us what you think. You're right. After that You're right, gents. It's a long We're day. What do you? What? What is your thoughts after that? Jesus Christ! Thing, We're not thing. even a football team anymore. We're like rugby. We can't even pass it forward. Literally, it's insane. <laughs> There's no effort, no direction. I don't. I don't think anybody apart from Jao Pedro gave a crap until the last five minutes. It was just absolute crap all round. And I think it's obvious that it's just going in the wrong way continually. The last few seasons, it's been getting worse. And I don't think this Pozzo kind of replaced management systems working. Yep. I think we're probably in agreement with that, but obviously we've got to, and as I just said at the start of that, Gareth Ainsworth has taken them four games to get QPR going in terms of something and without players who you would expect them to play the football through in terms of chair and in terms of Willock, who were easily the two best players when they came to our place and did that to us again. And the remainder of the squad came in and put in a, put in an absolute shift. That's what we've got to have. And in fairness to, in fairness to, to Chris Wilder, which I shouldn't be saying after one game, his teams are known for this, but he's got to get, he's got to have a chance to get into these guys. And then we've got to try to do, we've got to replicate what is Loftus Road, surely on Tuesday at home to Birmingham. Otherwise it's all, it's all up anyway, because we need, you know, we knew we had 11 game season. Well, that's down to 10. Uh, I don't, Peter, are we going to get Peter, going at all? Just, just before Thomas answers that, uh, you know, Tuesday, could you, can you see anything changing before Tuesday? that's going to look any better than we've seen the last couple of games. You saw the impact that a home team that's supported by a tight ground where the the fans are supportive of absolutely everything. You have to see a need you, you have to see a reaction from this. Do I do I think it is can I click my fingers and make it so? No. Otherwise, I would do so. But that is what we have to see and if we don't see it, then we're going into you know, a game against uh, against Birmingham and a game against Wigan, and then we're going in very fearfully on the second of April or the first of April, sorry, against uh, against Luton. So we have to see that, otherwise, it's oh crikey, it just doesn't bear thinking about. Thomas, sir, uh, what what are your thoughts? We we we've yacked on long enough. What are your thoughts? I mean, I don't see this season getting much better. I mean. If we can scrape a few wins, maybe against Bristol, I don't know, maybe against Birmingham if we're really lucky. But I don't see us beating any of these teams that kind of time waste because we can't break down that kind of system without putting in work and we're not putting in any work. So I just don't see it getting much better at all this season. We are, I don't think we'll get playoffs at all. No, I, I, I think that's that's a perfectly, perfectly balanced view of it. We haven't outworked anybody since... Nope, you got me. Probably Luton Town. 
to be frank with you, which again was also in, in, in and around October time, talking about last good performances. Oh, well, we'll have to just wait and see. Thomas, uh, thank you so much for coming on uh, early there. And I, I, I appreciate entirely that what, what I'm sitting there saying about in terms of it takes a certain number of games to get going. We haven't got those games. I, I, I get that completely. But could we all be up for our bit on Tuesday night to give it a go? Perhaps, perhaps not. You let me know. You let me know. Let's go across then. To, uh, uh, to to Florida because Carl basically was, you know, very emotional after that, as I think a lot of people are, and that's quite reasonable because it was a dreadful display, a dreadful performance, and we'll go through some of the comments that people have made. But Carl's point, obviously, he is in situ. He's been there along with all of those Watford fans who went down there today expecting and hoping for something better. But his comment about the fact that it was called for the manager and calling for the manager was wrong, and he called out Uncle Ron. Uncle Ron, sir, you have a right to reply, as everybody should. So, sir, what what are your thoughts in terms in terms of what what uh, what Carlos thought? Hello, Peter. So, Hello, sir. I did call for the manager to go. Uh, he he did need to go, but I will remind people of a few things. I'll remind Carl. Last season, when we were being humiliated with eleven home league defeats in a row, horrendous recruitment. Uh, ben Foster with his YouTube videos laughing at us. Roy Hodgson laughing as we were relegated. I called for Pozzo to go. I was met with tremendous abuse. I did. Uh, I started up a Twitter space with Ed, the Sunday service, calling for Pozzo to go. Constantly abused. Well, let's put that aside for a moment. Nobody speaks up about the owner at games. Pozzo is there. He hasn't been there recently, but he is... He is normally there at the games. He's back at the club now. He'll be there on Tuesday night. But nobody speaks up. Nobody. So Carl can have a go at me. He can say it's the owner now. Well, I was saying it a year ago. But the fa- until, the, until the owner is audibly embarrassed at games and hears vociferous non-personal abuse uh, the way he's running the club nothing can ever change apart from calling for the head coach to go do you not think at some point he's gonna go what i'm doing ain't working here do you not think he's gonna actually work it out for himself or do you think he needs people to point it out to him i think he needs people to point it out to him and i think the only way that powerful people uh, and wealthy people are affected by things as if they're embarrassed. They don't like to be embarrassed. Nobody likes to be embarrassed. Nobody likes to be humiliated. And I'm talking completely non-violent, non-personal, but solely focused on the way he runs the club. Vocal attention directed him. And people don't want to hear Mike Ashley didn't want to hear it at Newcastle. He eventually left. We all remember Jack Petchy. And Jack Petchy is, I don't know if he's still with us, but he was a big philanthropist he is and when the um the director's box was stormed at, at uh, the Grimsby home game again I'm not calling for this um he was very very embarrassed and then the club was sold so the only way people can change things is if they're willing to speak up and not be cowardly about it there we go there we go uncle sir a, a very as always eloquent right of reply manager's been changed i don't think we can put anything on chris wilder for today but what were your thoughts on the game oh, it was horrendous it was absolutely awful uh, and I, I was i'm very surprised that chris wilder didn't change things more than he did look but you know it's it's one game and surely the lineup the, the you know something will dramatically change on Tuesday night, surely. I mean, that's let's hope that happens. But it, it was absolutely one of the worst performances we, we've we've dished out for many a year. It's very sad. It's very sad. Very sad indeed. Very sad. That, Uncle, thank you very much indeed, sir. I hope your uh, I hope your day in uh, in Florida is a uh, is a bit better than the weather here currently, Mister John Thaganardi. Sir, I think we've got you back there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, there you go. We go from the far <laughs> west to the far east. Sir. Um, as can- I said. 
as I said earlier on, Carl has kind of said, look, you know, I'm here and, you know, you know, you could hear it in his voice how how angered and upset he is. And I'm sure we will hear lots of people also like that. But it doesn't matter where you are. This is based on the Internet. If you're a Watford fan, you will have felt that. And I appreciate mm-hmm. those people being pissed on in the rain and being charged, you know, eight pound for a burger or whatever it was. We'll, we'll feel it also. What, what was your thought yeah. from uh, from? A well, I mean, look, first, first things first. Well done for everyone that goes to support Watford away. And Watford at home, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's uh, it's it's quite an undertaking, and it's a, it's a it's a financial undertaking as well. So so well done, everyone that does that. I used to do that too when I was back in the UK, and it's um, sometimes it's not easy like today. I saw, you know, obviously this week when we appointed Chris Wilder. Do you know? Funnily enough, I felt I <laughs> I don't like what I don't like the, the the way the owners are running Watford. I don't believe in this kind of short termism. Um, approach that they brought to, to the game. And, uh, you know, I find it very distasteful, to be honest, to, to treat people like, to treat managers like that in particular. But funnily enough, this week I was a bit excited. I thought, well, okay, Village wasn't great. So we've got somebody in now that, that has a track record of, of getting promotions to the Premier League and, and maybe this is something to get excited about. But knowing full well that all that does really is just kick the can down the road because even if that does happen... We, we get into the Premier League and you might you might get the same situation that you've had in the last couple of weeks, a uh, couple of years, sorry. I knew that. But you know, today, the game, I just thought, I, I was listening to it on a, I was watching it, sorry, on a QPR feed. And the, the interesting thing was the first thing that the, those QPR, I mean, one of the, the QPR commentators was so annoyingly biased. I mean, I know it's their club feed, but it was just so sickening the way that's how biased he was. But the first thing he said was, you know, this is exactly the kind of club you want to play to to get your first win, you know, <laughs> which which just it's just, you know, uh, angered me immediately. But then I just thought, oh, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe this is exactly the kind of team you want to play when 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 you want to get your first win. And look what happened. They, they got it. They, they you know, we, we didn't really put up much of a fight. Uh, as people have said before, Pedro was was decent. That first goal was, uh, you know, could have been could have been a void. I think there was a there was a first interception which was good, but then but then they got in and and, and managed to score it. And and I still think they could have blocked it somehow. And you know, from there there was nothing else. He, he took it round three defenders. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Yeah, I mean, he come did. on. Yeah, and and got it through someone's legs, didn't he? In the end, honestly, that 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 could have been avoided. And then there was nothing after that. I've made a massive gamble. I booked tickets back to the UK uh, for the playoff final weekend. Just, just hoping, <laughs> just, just hoping that that we might get there. And I'm, you know, uh, I'm still going to come home, obviously. But at the same time, I, I'm not quite sure we're gonna we're gonna make that. Bit yep. deflated by all of that, to be honest. No, absolutely. It doesn't matter where you are. Heartbreak feels the same, sir. Feels the same. John, thank you very much indeed. So we've got loads of people to... Uh, to thank you. Lo- lovely to hear from you. I haven't, haven't uh, spoken to you in a couple of weeks, so uh, lovely to have you back on. Let's go to uh, Ant. Many of us all know Ant. Ant, sir. Creativity. Okay. I I look at this. He's got his own theme tune, everybody. I ask I ask for a silver lining, ladies and gentlemen. I give you Ant. Well done, sir. You, well done. You, God bless. Right. Now now you've cheered us all up. What did you think of that load I didn't of old see crap? It, to be honest, but I've watched it up. Oh, did well. And, uh, yeah. Oh, so was there was there any kind of comments from the game because we were so utterly listless as a performance i would imagine it would be something that the either match reporter or or, or Jeff Stelling and crew would have said I something about. I can't remember who Treacle was on telly before when it, but she said the first half was shocking. And she said the That's second accurate. half, we like looked like we was getting into gear, but we just couldn't do it. But like I've had enough now. I've got a, you know we've got gun games during the week, so I don't even bother going. It's on telly. I mean, just 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 to clarify, I've got a season ticket, but I don't let my tickets go to waste if I don't go. I'll give them to me mate right. or his daughter, or, you know, or whatever. Um, so he can take his daughter out and they can have a like, father-daughter day or father and son day or whatever. Um, do you know nice, what I mean? so I don't let him go to waste, but it's just like, fucking hell, what's going on? I can't, ugh, it's so frustrating, so frustrating. I'm, I'm fuming at the minute, to be fair. 
Well, it it was uh, yeah, it was hard to watch. Sounded it. Um, uh, that's 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 the understatement I of a lifetime. I half missed Cole's Cole's um, like little little uh, rant. I've, I've, I've need to go back and listen to that. I'm really really curious. But don't worry, don't worry. We'll we'll have I'm it up on the podcast. Little, <laughs> fair, fair. I know it's going to be unpopular, but I think Pedro, I think Pedro needs we, to fuck we, off. Ooh, now that blimey, exactly. right? Qualify that one. Go on then. Right, so I'm not being funny. Right, like, Star <laughs> Pedro, Cathcart, Cabaselli. Um, who else we got as the old boys? Um, so Dean Davis can do one as well. I've had enough of them all. I've had enough. Davis, I, I can sort of understand it. He's only coming this season, but the other ones have been here ages now. And I sort of don't blame him, to be fair. I, I sort of don't blame him. What I was saying to my mates, say you've been working for a company, you've been crap, like they're, they're, they're absolutely rubbish, or your manager of the department's rubbish. And you work, you say mm-hmm. you work for him, like, I don't know, you say you start working for like a year or two, things ain't going too well, change the manager. You know, I've, I've worked for a company like this. So I worked for a company for three years. I had five different managers of the department. That's how bad it was. And no matter how, what good of a manager you get in, after a certain period of time, no matter how, how much they try getting you fired up, they're still not going to get the best out of you because you've just you you just down tools now. They might they might bring out a little bit better for better of me. Do you know what I mean? And what I was doing, but they're never going to get me to that potential because I'm, I'm now just like, what am I doing here? Do, 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 do you know what I mean? I'm just here for the pay. This is literally it. I'm just here for the pay paycheck now. Yeah, you're going through the motions. No, I get it. That's a, that, that's a I fair think, point. I, I think from the game today. Yeah, I think what he's saying is that there's no onus on the players to improve because it doesn't matter what they do, it's the it's the head coach that gets the sack. It, that, that's basically it. So if you were one of the players, you go, well, oh, I don't need to put a shift in because the blame will always be put on the bloke above me. That's that's basically pretty, it, pretty I think. Much, and, but if um, you're one of the top players, like say you like obviously like Pedro and Saar, you're playing quality, and you're looking at everyone else. Like, so, I mean, obviously they get in football terms they get paid more in the real, real world, like our world. It doesn't exactly work like that. But you're like, why am I like doing the best out of everyone else, and they're all getting paid like similar to me? I mean, this is in the real world, but they're probably like, hold up, as long as I play better than the other lot, I'm getting an incentive on playing. That's what you want, because obviously you want to like get offers from other teams and stuff like that. And they're Fair sitting enough. there like, oh, well, if I just play better than them, I can't really get get, get blamed for anything. Do you know what I mean? Pedro's put in a few good games. He's put in a few, he's, he does, he's spectacular. He's quality. He is. But I think now he's getting to that point where he's just like, I just can't, I'm, I'm not going to put well, him on the effort he, now. It, 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 he was he was the one player I think who who can say he put in a shift. He was determined. He tried to do everything he could, and he he got very he got he had a little petulant kind of almost body check at um, Adoma at the end, which was a shame. Yeah. But there we go. And mate, mate, that was the most spectacular start to a call Thank we've you. ever had. Thank you very much for that. We got so many people. We're going to go around them, but uh, uh, lovely to see you, Oz. We haven't spoken to Oz in quite a long time, Oz. Sir, if you hit your mic button, no, you you know the deal, sir. Oz, long Hi time there. no speak. It's it's one of those where you don't want to kind of meet somebody again under these circumstances. But we are. What are your thoughts, sir? Right. Well, to be honest with you, I only call in if I watch the game because that's just me. But um, this this is only the third game I've watched this year because I'd given up before then. I gave up after Christmas. And um, I just look at this team and as I've said this before, I've said it to Omar, that if any team shows up and they've got any sort of organisation, They've already got a point, at least. This this team's got no fight whatsoever. There's I, I don't expect the team to play blinding football every week. I mean, we don't even get a half decent performance every week these days. But a lot of the times, when you get a game, you get you you might grind out a win or grind out a point. This team doesn't grind out anything. You know, you look at the wins we've had. We've kind of been lucky, been saved by Backman. He makes a couple quite a lot of saves. He usually makes more saves than the opposition do. The midfielder. Are completely absent, and and I've I've been Pozzo out for a long time now, and I don't think any of the a lot of the fans still are as as Ron said, no one's vocal about it, and I think what this club needs is a complete reset because if if we were to get to the playoffs, which we won't, mathematically, yes, we can get to the playoffs, but in maths, there's this thing called probability. Take that into consideration. We've got no chance. We've won the best run winning streak we've had is once we won two games in a row. And that is it. And that is not the kind of form that gets you anywhere. In fact, I think that a lot of teams below us have had a better winning streak than we've had. And for a reset, what we need is to stay where we are, which we will do. We're going to lose half of our team because they're loan players or they come to the end of the contract. We've got, I mean, realistically, we've got no strikers. The two guys we, the play, guys we play up front, they're loan players. So who are we going to have next season? And I think for a reset, we need to stay where we are. 
and Luton need to go up. And I know that's controversial, but, <laughs> but then the fans will then look around themselves and say, hold on a minute, we shouldn't be below this. We shouldn't be a division below this team. And then I think we're going to get a vocal fan base. And, they get, and then Potso will know how everyone really feels. And that's my, that's my view. That's all I just wanted to say. Well, well, thank you for coming on and saying that. Oz, much appreciated. We actually did win three games back-to-back. We beat Wigan and Cardiff City the games after we beat Luton Town 4-0 that time. That's the only thing I've got to hold on to the whole of the bleeding season so far, which is not much. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's add in Sean. See what we see. We've got loads of people, guys. guys so come in, make your point, and, uh, and and tell us what you think about today no and, and, and all of those elements. And there's no one behind you. Sean, there you go. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Hello. Oh, God. After that, I have to say, even, even I'm in an absolute fug of I a mood. I don't, but hey-ho, it's... I don't think really stupid today. I uh, went on the QPR website and I registered myself as a member because we were sold out. And then I bought two tickets for me and Charlie. And there we were, back row, behind the gold in the QPR yeah. end. <laughs> and I, mate, I tell you, could it have been any fucking worse? And it is a shithole. Do you know what? The QPR fans, it's amazing. How many of them just turned around and said, I can't believe how bad Watford are. I honestly cannot believe how bad they are. And um, and, and it was quite embarrassing because obviously I uh, I didn't uh, out myself. Yeah, so it was quite horrible to stand there and agree all game. Luckily, we didn't give uh, Watford didn't give us any uh, chance for uh, any embarrassing moments where we might accidentally cheer. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to disagree, and, and that's with somebody who said that. Um, I think it might have been yourself, mate. That's controversial. Who said Go on, that, um, far away, far away. We need to give Wilder uh, a bit of a benefit of the doubt for today because I don't. I really, really don't. The first half and watching it live, having the entire pitch in front of you and being able to see across the other side. Mm-hmm. He played with no wing backs. We were not wing backs today. Semmer and Mario were wingers. They did not play wing back or full back. And those pockets, we were just completely exposed. We played mm-hmm. three at the back, and it's fine having people coming across. But then if you've got to have your centre-back coming across and then taking throw-ins and then taking fucking foul throw-ins, then it gets a little bit embarrassing. It stretches us across and we, we they just found us out down those pockets. And we were so... I've never, ever, ever seen Watford so narrow as we were today. There were... I, I actually counted and I said to Charlie, mate, three times so far, all 20 outfield players have been in the same quarter of the pitch. There was no outer. We were ridiculous. And for the last half an hour, I'm pretty sure we went to a 4-2-2-2. And it was, it was horrendous. There was nowhere to go, nowhere to pass it out. We did not look today like we didn't have any passion. We didn't look like we didn't have commitment. There was players that, I, that wasn't the issue today. That There was passion. There okay. was commitment. Players were fighting for the ball. They didn't know what the fuck to do with it. We were completely disorganised. It was like Sunday hoofball. I've never seen us hoof the ball as much as we did today. Davis got one clear chance in the penalty area and he refused to shoot first time and then went for one of his sideways wandering fucking runs. Pedro, yes, he took on players. He drove into the penalty area twice with the ball, looked for the nearest man and took a fucking dive. And there's nothing more to it than that. He literally parked his run, took a dive. And 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 it's it's woeful. It, it's woeful. So Wilder, I'm sorry. I think I think most definitely we could have lined up better than that. But then of course you don't know what he's been told to do, do you? There there was a comment saying that before the game. And by the way, uh, anybody feel free to disagree with me. I'm the least likely to be offended person to be to to be disagreeing with. That's fine. It, it was the was the was the comment about it is Wilder, but. It, we'll see how he's told to play, or if he's told to play, yeah. which was frustrating because of the because of the tightness of QPR on the telly. It was very hard to be able to see the whole of the pitch. So your view is is far better than ours. It did seem to me. I mean, you, you mentioned that that Semmer and um, uh, Gaspar played as almost wingers. I always saw Gaspar kind of yeah, very high, but also ex- incredibly in field, um, and and therefore we didn't when we had the ball there wasn't a wide option. Was that accurate? I uh, couldn't see him, so I didn't know where he was you're 100 yeah. percent. they were our widest players but they were inside the half with the ball and so when we did manage to 
open ourselves up. When we played it wide for play, well, Gaspard wasn't doing this. He just didn't move. But when we played it wide for Semmer, he was running outwards to get the ball towards the touchline rather than coming in on it. Or it's, just, it's a simple thing. More the, the more space you have, the more time you have, the better quality you've got. Of course, you know, it's a it's a bloody level two thing, isn't it? And you know, let's let's be honest. Today that was that was woeful. And and yes, narrow. I can't I can't honestly begin to say how, how narrow we were. We were unbelievable. That is the worst game I've ever seen us play. And I've and I went to um, Wolves away last year, where we were, I think we were three 0 four 0 down in ten minutes. Four 0 yeah. And, and, and that, but today is the worst I've played, uh, I've seen us play. And it was embarrassing because the QPR were almost commenting, saying, fuck me, we've got it bad. I tell you what, you boys have actually got the players. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and, you're, and, you're, and you're throwing out performances like that. Awful. Absolutely awful today. Sadly, I think it's over now. Uh, not not just the season, but um, all our eggs have been thrown in the basket to go up this season, just like it was last time, and we did bounce. We've there's no money next year, boys. It's gone. There's no parachute payment. We've had it. We've had the money for Kamara. We were 180 million pound in debt. The only money that's coming in next season is from the sale of Saar and Pedro, and <laughs> there's nothing else there. Five loan players. That that's it. That's it, boys. That's um that's it. That's game over. Game over. So this is the guy that didn't cost a pound, Scott Fitzgerald, and this is the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <whistles> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Oh, Sean, thank you for that. Oh, blimey, I think. Oh, crikey. Well, look, you know, guys, if you've seen the game in a different way, I said I couldn't put this on Wilder, but but Sean has said, yes, I think I I possibly can. If you've been at the game and you've seen better pictures than we get from Loftus Road on the telly, let us know. Speaking of which, let's go to Greg Wendover Horn. Utterly frustrating, isn't it? Utterly, utterly frustrating. Um, I've I've wet through. I'm not going away anymore to support this lot. No way. I've got a ticket for a legion, but apart from that, I'm going to stay at home because what a waste of my time that was today. What a waste of... We are naive, absolutely naive, when we're making fouls and and so forth. Absolutely naive. There's no pattern of play. There's no passion. I, I don't agree with the last guy who said there was passion out there. I don't think it was was any passion. And the um, the tactic thing to me today is, as we all season, give the ball to Joe and hope for the best. And maybe, maybe. Yeah, if she's going in the summer, maybe that's for the good because we're a one-man team. Absolutely a one-man team. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. I thought Wilder would go two up top today. Why did he go up two up top, Peter? Why not? Uh, you, you've got me because Saar was given a, a free reign and kind of didn't quite stick to that position. But um, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was just, it was a terrific person. Davis is crying out. Right, so- Davis is crying out for a partner. Absolutely crying out for a partner. We've got one settler on the bench who's got a release yeah. clause of a hundred million pounds. Just go for it. Chuck him in. Play him. Play till up. Dreadful. 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 Dreadful, dreadful, and uh, I've had enough. I've had enough. You do have to wonder what young Enrique Rouge, and I appreciate he's not used to the championship, but when he's sitting there and, and Asomba Longa is coming on in front of him, anybody who's seen Asomba Longa play for us has, oh, been, uh, has been not there. We don't need, we, we don't need a reboot. 
we need a whole new hard drive. And let's get all these players out, bar Porteous and a few others, and let Ben Manga go and find his bargain buckets and try and mould a team. Because this, this ain't a team. This ain't a team. We were out fought, particularly first half. QPR wanted it more than us. OK, yes, of course, they were into their their, their tactics of, of whatever they were doing. But let's face it, they're fighting for their lives. And fair play to them. They fought for their lives today and they got three points. We were just not we were just not up for it. We were not up for it. And I've had enough. Sir, you get inside, get warm and uh, and, and, and come back. Because, uh, sir, you... Yeah, I, I can I can hear how crowded it is, is all there. Right, guys. Sorry, we will get we're going to get to everybody. Uh, obviously, it's it's one of those sessions. It's not going to be a, a host of laughs here, I'm sure. But uh, but let's get around to people as quickly as we can. Let's get across to Rich WFC two. Yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, no, I've I've got nothing. I've got nothing, Rich. What were your thoughts, sir? Uh, likewise, I need. <laughs> Go on, emote. This is the place to have whatever you think you get to say it. People have come up with different thoughts already, and this is all about sharing what everybody thinks. You don't have to disagree or agree no, with anybody. It, so it, what are you? What are you feeling? Now, that, down to us. It's our football club. We're the fans of the football club. We're with the trust. Where's the Watford FC trust questioning what's going on at our football club? I questioned the eighteen eighty one last last week. You know, are we? You say, Pete. Turn up Tuesday, get behind them, try and get the QPR thing. Part of me is saying no, do the exact opposite. This lot, that this is a disgrace of a football club. It's at the lowest of its low. I mean, I watched last week and I thought, God, that was terrible. And I sat there today and I thought, Oh my God! I could not believe it could get worse. It was astonishingly bad. I, I you know. Well, if anybody wants any proof, you know, I don't need it anyway, but it was never about the manager. It never was about the manager. It's it's about mm-hmm. the virus that is at this club, who's running this football club, and that is Pozzo. It is a disgrace what's going on. He needs to be confronted. He needs to be, you know, vociferously with voice, not, not aggro, not violence. I'm not advocating any of that nonsense, but forcefully told to his face, embarrassed in that director's box, that this is not good enough. There is something that... that I spoke to my brother briefly at half time, and there and there's something, and he and he, he sort of put the nail on the head. He said, "There's something not right here." He said, "These are football players, and that first half a game, this was something. It was like there's something premeditated going on. It was as if to say." No, we ain't doing it. We those football players cannot be that bad. These football players have been good players at, at different clubs. Everybody was saying what a fantastic player Davis was at Forest, Villa love him, blah, blah, blah. We're not seeing that. And then you look at Wilder today, and I was quite I actually wanted to go today. I was actually quite gutted for one reason or another. Mm. For one reason or another I couldn't when the tickets came out. I wasn't able to go to the game. It would have been a last minute and I could watch it on the telly. And then events um, opened up this week and I could have gone. And I was quite gutted this morning. I said to my wife, who we went out for a bit of breakfast, I said, oh, I wish I was going to the game today. And um, and I sat there and I'm just thinking, oh, my God, I'm so glad I didn't. I feel for Greg. I feel for Carl. I feel for every single Watford fan that was in that ground today. When I hear that my Watford fellow fans are fighting in the stands, yes, fighting in the stands amongst yeah. themselves, that tells you how low we are as a football club. And I say to you Watford fans out there now, and you know me, I'm 57. I've been there. I've done it. Um, and yes, I know. Be careful what you wish for, and all that nonsense that happens. But can it get much worse? We have a nice football training ground that the players don't seem to, to, to respond to. We've got a nice stadium, and we come out of that stadium every every week for the last several years with our chins on the ground, bemoaning what we've just paid out to watch. They've turned the football club into a soulless area. Yeah, you know, laughing about you can't take a you know, I'm not bothered about it, but you can't take a flash, you can't take hot food in. They're doing everything they can to alienate the the the, the fans of our football club in coming to that stadium. We're watching up the road that good luck to Luton, fair play to him. And I'm 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 actually quite pleased for Rob Edwards. You know how gutted I was when we got rid of him and we didn't carry on with that when I spoke about it earlier in the season. And I wish Luton every yeah. you know, I feel sorry for 
highfalutin in a way because we were as bad as this leading up to the home game and then we we put a performance in and stuffed them and we'll probably do the same again. Mind you, I'm being a bit optimistic there. But they'll go on and they'll make the playoffs. <laughs> they're, they're flying and good luck to them, fair play to them. And, and I hope that with every point that they pick up, it's a dagger into the back of the football club and the board of our football club. And again, I say to the Watford Trust, what the FNL are you doing? Wake up, get on that, get on those phones, get on that boardroom. We can't as fans get, get to question our board. You know, it's a, it's a closed shop at that football club and I'm sick and tired of it. Um, I, I look forward to the weekends. I look forward to watching a little bit of escapism and football and I'm done with it, Pete. It's, um, we, we need to do something. It, it's beyond a joke. I don't know, you know, people, anybody that still thinks we, we got the chance and make up the points is in dreamland because there's, you know, can we go to Sunderland and get a result? Can we go to Luton and get a result? You know, are we even going to beat Wigan on Saturday, let alone Birmingham on Tuesday when Deeney comes back? You know, it, it's just, it's, there's a, there's, there's a certain word I won't use. That's why I'm using the word virus. There's a virus in the football club and it's at the top and things need to change and, and people need to wake up very quickly or just accept it. You know, there's 3,000 fans there today. Most of them coming out of the ground is it wet and soggy as we hear, are fighting amongst themselves. You all enjoyed yourselves today, guys? No, you haven't. Any more than a, us that are sat at home, to quote Carl and our backsides in the in the warm watching it and and I'll, you know and I'd rather have been there today as I've just said you know things have got to change this is our football club you know 45 years I've had a season ticket eight years old I was there one of the first of the the family enclosure people I've seen it done it and mm-hmm. I've seen some bad bad times but the two back-to-back games that I've just watched were an embarrassment and if Chris Wilder really believes and hasn't been told what to do and I can't I just can't get my head around it I'm watching that Britta Sombolonga come on. I'm watching Ken Semmer stay on the pitch. I'm watching Ismail Star stay on the pitch. What is going on? How does this £100 million break clause Portuguese young striker sit on the bench getting woodworm again? What is going on? We're, you know, where is the attacking? Where, have we had a shot on goal today? I can't remember it again. You know, yeah, you know, we've got QPR, can't believe they're like, they have not won a game since October. They have not kept a clean sheet since Boxing Day. They have not won at home in nine straight games. They have Ilias Chair out of their team. They have Willock out of their team. They're two best players by a country mile, not even in that team today. And they had hunger, they had pride. They had passion in a tight little not little ground, and that's exactly where we're going on April the first. And boy, God, could April the first be a very, very interesting time? And I agree with I think it was Aussie. It will take something like Luton to give us a spanking and go up for the fans to wake up. I think. And do I really want that to happen? Of course I don't. I hope we beat. I hope we beat Luton. Of course I do. But I wish them well. I wish Rob Edwards well. But they, it needs for them to probably give us a cake a cane in to wake what has to be the slumber in our support base because I can't believe we are going to be at home game again on Tuesday and all clap and cheer and try and get behind that rubbish that is on the pitch. I mean, it's it's just soul destroying to watch and and I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to feel like this. I, I look forward to my football, as I said. It's escapism. It uh, keeps us all looking forward to it. You know, I enjoy my rugby as well, so that will keep me going. I'm just watching England getting thrashed at the same time as talking to you. <laughs> so it's been a it's been it's a bloody great day. day you, think, uh, you know, it's it's, it, it's the gift that well, keeps giving today. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And you're my, and you're my uh, I have three ladies in this house, and uh, they they shouldn't get my ir- irkness. So it, I get get it off my chest by talking to you guys, which I thank you for. That, that the wonder <laughs> of these podcasts allows, allows you to get your frustration out, and then I'll go and spend some time and have a few drinks tonight and watch whatever's on the telly. But oh my god, I'm so frustrated, and I'm I'm gutted for the fans that go away, and I'm. I'm saying to you fans that go away, for Christ's sake, speak up. Your club is dying on its feet. Have a good evening, guys. There you go. There you go, guys. Rich WFC, WFC2. Always comes on, always speaks his mind and is talking really about the heart of the club, the culture of the club. I think that's again something that we're we're sort of coming back to in that in that respect. Something we've we've looked at beforehand. But we look, guys, we know everybody's there. We're trying to get to everybody as quickly as we can. Let's get across the pond. 
to uh, uh, to Jack, see what his thoughts were um, as we keep this international vibe going. Jack, how are you, sir? And what did you think of that? Well, uh, I mean, a lot of what I want to say has already been said. Um, this is uh, probably the most disgraceful performance I've ever seen them put forward. And it, if Chris Wilder knows what's good for him, he'll turn around and run. Hand in his resignation immediately. Get out of here before 11 games of this crap tarnishes his resume. Because he's, he's working with players that are looking forward to the end of the season and getting out of the club. I don't think anyone... Any player that is currently employed by Watford wants to be there. Uh, and it just speaks to how far the club has fallen. I agree. I think, you know, our, our motto would have been on the beach by February. That's how it feels. That's how it. That's how it's looked. It's just, yeah, no, t- t- today has been thoroughly, thoroughly depressing in that respect. I mean, we did the the preview show, the opposition view, which we do with everybody. We've already done we've already done the Birmingham one. So if you hear the Birmingham view, you, we'll, we'll still be laughing. But when we did the 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 opposition view with uh, with the Rangers fan, which was Richard Honey, who's a friend of uh, who's a friend of Justin's and who's a lovely bloke, and came on and we were talking about all sorts of things, including the danger of Premiership finances when this happens, when you go down, and you don't bounce back up, and what it can mean, you know. QPR before today, as we said, uh, we we put up on there the championship table since the 28th of October. Since the 28th of October, prior to November, they had out of 19 games won a single game. They had drawn six and they had lost 12. Exactly as Richard said, they had players out, out of there, but they came together as a team and as a unit. And you saw, you saw this, the, component part that has been missing from Watford almost all season. And when yeah. I say almost, the only breaks have been in a couple of individual games. You know, it's not been cohesive from one game to another to another. And it's it's been it's been hugely frustrating. And it must be a, you know, um, um, why I have sympathy and I appreciate some people have said, nope, nope, I've got sympathy for him. He's come in, he's stepping in, he's only got 11 games, so he's got to do it straight from the off and that's fair enough. But the reason I've got sympathy for him is because I think we know it's, it's did you say, these these players... Don't really want to be here. They're counting down, seemingly. Is that reasonable? I think that's perfectly reasonable. I mean, it's it's an impossible task that Wilder is being brought in to do. It's an insult to him and to the rest of us that this is uh, an attempt at some sort of solution. And, uh, you know, as, as Uncle Ron and some others have said, I would love nothing more than to tune into the game on Tuesday and hear Vicarage Road showered in booze for 90 minutes. And I mean, B-O-O-S, people booing. Because uh-huh. um, I don't know exactly what's going to change until the cancer is removed. Our owner is a cancer to the club and must be removed at all costs. Well, there is Jack's point. Jack, sir, are you are you gonna? Uh, is that going to be the overriding theme of, of of the blog for the for the match? Are you gonna Are well, you gonna be able to, to to commit to to putting to putting your thoughts about the new manager and uh, and everything uh, to, to to writing for us? Yes, somehow at some point. Uh, also, uh. because I hate myself, uh, I have I am in the process of purchasing plane tickets uh, <gasps> the intention of coming on april 15th for bristol for city, bristol city. Yeah. oh round of applause there because i mean that let's be honest we weren't as feeling quite as down when uh when when both nick and chris were buying you know we, we were still sort of at least i don't know we were at least semi-delusional as opposed to now that's great well look when you come across Carlos has already has said he's already got tickets, and we'll we'll line everything up, and uh, and hopefully the bunker will be open, and we can all come to uh, all come to meet uh, meet Jack. That would be great. That would be fantastic. We look forward to that. We look forward to that indeed. Wonderful stuff, right, guys? I'm gonna I'm gonna crack on because we need to get through to everybody. So sorry, loads of people have been waiting for an awful long time, and I really do apologise. We just obviously need to need to get everybody in and let them know. You know, let us know what your thoughts are today. Did you see it in a different way? Did you see it in the same way? How are you feeling? about it let us jump across to boyd um and see what boyd's thoughts are then we're going to go to alan and then uh, and then we've got a couple of alex's to get to so that's kind of interesting boyd so if you want to hit your mic button hopefully that should Hi. unmute you hello, hello. So- well um that was oh. wonderful wasn't it uh, <laughs> not, not overly I, I agree with uncle ron wholeheartedly i think these players gave a massive finger to the chairman the owner today because what Mm-hmm. It be? It's either an, a finger to the owner or a finger to Wilder. One of the two. 
apart from Pedro, who put in a performance, not one of them. We have managed to bring Wesley Hoot down to our level, and he now can't pass the ball. Davis has just gone, hasn't he? Davis has gone. He can't trap, can't hold the ball up. A somber longer, I don't even want to talk about. I mean, what is he? I'd much rather have Bayo because Bayo would get you a goal and run around. I'd, I'd rather have a Roche. I'd rather have Adeyemo. And that's not that's not a disrespect I'd, disrespecting anybody. I'd, rather I'd have, much rather see that. I'd used. rather have Jamie Morley. Oh, oh, you you cut me too deep there, Boyd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool, blimey. You've got to be of a certain age and a, and a certain level of memory to get that. Yes, no, it wasn't good. <laughs> 68, and I've supported Watford since I was 10. I have rarely felt such a disconnect. I agree mm-hmm. with the caller that said um, the owner is a virus that needs to be removed. The problem is... The club has a massive debt, but it's to him. Mm-hmm. He's not going anywhere. And yes, we should be booing him Tuesday, but you know we won't. It'll be the same as usual, apathetic. No one will do or say anything. And he's not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. It's his money, his debt. However, that one caller said that next year, we lose five players on loan. Yeah. I'm not even sure who they are. I know Davis is one of them. Davis, Arosh, uh, 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 Kamara, obviously, is now back on, oh, so yeah. he will go. And Chowdhury. Um, uh, and there is one other which will come to me in a minute, I'm sure. Yeah. Is it um, Boot or Porteous, or did we buy them? I think they were purchased. We're going to lose five players, but we're also going to lose Pedro and Sal. We'll probably get 40 million quid, which will cover the parachute payment that we're not getting. Although I thought the parachute parachute payment was for more than one season. It, It is typically for three seasons, but because we went down... We got a year's worth. We went back up and we came straight back down again. So it's two. It's something like 40 to 45% is the first year and 25% for the for the second. If we'd stayed up for two and come back down, you've got three years worth of parachute payment. And so we're still getting some money next year, but not nearly enough. I, I have to correct you there, Boyd. Sorry. Oh, the, the the reason why it's then said about what we've done is we've mortgaged that. You'll have heard about Macquarie Bank, which is the yes. bank that all of the yeah. all of the, the finances and the loans, and sorry, people, I'm banging on about finances again. They seem to have consolidated all of that stuff under Macquarie Bank, who are a bank from Australia. But it's not, neither in nor there, but that's who they are. That's why you might not have heard of them. And one of the things they've done is take out a series of financial instruments, which are to basically bring forward the payment. Think of it as like a business-based payday loan i.e. we're going to get you know 25% um, of our of our tv money in a year's time we will sell it to you for 23% of what we get and therefore we get 23% and in a year's time they make the difference yeah no got uh, it. Others, yeah so so that that money is already somewhere in the club right so the financial situation is desperate we're yep. not going to go up we'd be lucky to bloody stay up the money not going up so we're not going up. The players clearly have a massive issue. Now, is it with the owner? Is it with the fact we change managers every 10 minutes? I don't know. I don't much bloody care. I just want them to perform. And it's becoming obvious that if we had Pep, Sir Alex, Klopp and Mourinho all together, mm-hmm. we'd get this lot to play. Because no one can. Look at the job Rob Edwards is doing at Luton. Look at their squad compared to ours. Why are they doing very well and we are doing so appallingly? I've got a theory about Rob Edwards and everybody, again, like with all my theories, can turn around and go, Pete, you're talking horse horse shit. I think... Rob Edwards is a very good, safe pair of hands to continue a project. If you look at Forest Green Rovers, they have Mark Cooper, the the son of Terry Cooper, the old Birmingham left back and stuff. Yeah. Um, and he'd done a, a reasonable job. They were right up there. They were at the top of the spend. He went in and kept them rolling. After January, they fell off a cliff and there was no idea where he was going to go. And he they 
you know, Forrest Green sort of fell across the line, but he did that. What I don't think he is, is a builder. He comes to Watford and we know what a, what a bonkers bloody house this is. It, it just didn't work. He's gone to Luton. Be careful, people. Beware. I am going to pay Luton Town a compliment here. The thing about Luton Town is it might be a smaller ground or a, you can call it a smaller club, whatever you want to call it. Less, less resources, shall we say. They are all rowing in the same bloody direction. We've got people going in with different agendas, going in different directions, and several of them aren't even bloody rowing. And therefore, Rob has gone in there and he is he, he sat in there with everything around him and he's just basically keeping it going. And I think, you know, he don't get me wrong, that's not a criticism of him. That's a, That makes the appointment that they have made brilliant because he's stepped in, it's been seamless, and he hasn't rocked the boat. He hasn't pissed off players, you know, within within two or three games or however many games. Yeah. He's kept it going. Absolutely the right appointment for the right club at the right time. I hate to say that. Hey, you said a very interesting thing. You said they're all rowing in the same direction. Mm-hmm. When are our group of morons going to row in the same direction? Well, I wasn't just referencing the players. I was meaning the technical department, the Absolutely. you know the technical director, the, the the ownership. The you know we've already talked about the chairman, CEO. Heard a lot of him from him at the start of the season, yeah. and since well, the cha- since since that change has occurred, we haven't heard anything from him. So it's yeah. always very easy to have have a go at him. He, come come back and tell us what's the case, Mister Duxbury. That would be useful at some point. Yeah, crikey, up here, he's a no one. Yeah, I know, I know. He's the guy who runs the business side, and I suppose, in fairness, not done a bad job running the business side. He's got mm-hmm. nothing to do with the football. I, do you honestly believe Wilder picked this team today? Come on, let's not be naive. He didn't pick the team. He was told who to play. Well, it's uh, it it has been your. How should we put this? You are not the first person to make that observation. So, uh, so I think there may be uh, there may be some fire where there is smoke. Boyd, sir, fantastic as ever. Thank you very much indeed. Love to hear from you always because that's always interesting. Uh, Mr. John Parslow, sir. Sorry, I left you hanging there. Then we'll be coming across to Alan. John Parslow, sir. If you hit your mic button, let us know. Uh, let us know your thoughts. There, there you are. Hi, yeah. Ah, you know, really interesting listening to everybody um, on, on the way back. So, uh, back from the game. I, I normally, uh, just want to say, I normally think that when we're at, at games that the people watching on TV have just got a kind of, you know, worst view of the game. And I think what you've heard today is those of us who were there, um, it's worse than you saw on TV. It, it was, I, I think somebody else said it, it's one of the worst performances I think I've ever seen. So, and I'm, I'm with my friend Colin, who's, who's coming back with us, and his observation was really, oh, the second half was a lot better, but oh boy, it's really shit. And, you know, so you're building on something that's marg- marginal, and, and, and it's awful, it's awful. Um, it, you know, there's a lot, a lot of that going on there. Yeah, and a couple of other observations. So there was a guy next, to, and, and Ruben's going to like something I'm going to say in a minute, but there's a guy next to me, he threw, I think it was a pen lid at, the keeper, because we were like on the lower tier, three row, three rows, four rows in the front, uh-huh. and um, the lucky bastard got thrown out. And about fifty <laughs> people around us were all were all like going, "No, no, me, me, me," you know. Um, and then the second thing was, you know, we noticed that their keeper he literally um, laid out a picnic in the ma- goal mouth of the goal, get a banana, some other stuff, and he he was so bored. Yeah, time to eat it at one point. It was just the standard banana. I mean, it was a shocking, a shocking performance. And and another thing, as Jack mentioned about Wilder, and we were saying the same. I mean, I honestly think if I was Wilder, I was going, what is it, 400 grand he's getting? It's like, you know, he really doesn't want to be tainted with this. He really should just go, do you know what? Nah, I, I, I cannot have my reputation soured. By what I've seen in front of me, um, I think um, I'll give all the money back. You don't have to give me a penny. Um, pay those poor bastards who bought their tickets for loot and have to pay for the coach. Give them some of it, and and I'll I'll be off ski. And you know, and I, I I had problems with Billich, and I think you know you know I said that, but I didn't want him replaced by somebody who's just coming in, just trying to get us across the line. You know, it had to be someone who was going to come in and we go. It's a long term project. And we, ha- we haven't got that. So we are, as everybody else has said, an absolute mess. I don't believe there was desire today. I- I'm sorry. I'm, I just didn't see it. I mean, especially in the first half. 
you know, there was a little bit more huff and puff, but it was almost like, uh, Rupert would understand this, it was like, it's almost cheating, you know, um, mm -hmm. I'll put in a bit of a half effort, make it look as though I'm running around a little bit, or, you know, I'm fighting for the ball, um, and then players going down far too easy, staying down, Star looked like he was almost like, okay, that's it, I'm done, I'll lie on the pitch, can somebody get me out of here, please? And, um, yeah, and then just just the last thing really just to, to say how how bad it felt for the fans i mean you you're in something that's nearly as bad as mordor as far as stadium facilities anyway so i'm sure mm. when we go to luton it's going to be even worse but um but it's, it's pretty bad so the, so the fans are not not in a good place but Rupert all like this, Coron um, all like this, because it was the first time I've ever heard it, but there were a few start-up chants of, we want Gino out, we want Pozzo out, maybe only for about 10, 15 seconds, maybe for only a group of 10, 15 people, but it was, it, it, that kind of vibe was starting, there was a lot of ill feeling to the players, a lot of players came over, Pedro was like saying sorry, Backman was saying sorry, other people were saying sorry, and everybody was just telling them to just do one. Get out of it, honestly. Just fuck off out of it. We don't want to hear it. It was it was toxic, and we were down on the low tier, so it was right in front of us. And uh, yeah, so it's not it's not good. And and, and I, I agree with Sean as well. I'm sorry. I I don't believe Wilder is told how to pick a team. I don't. I mean, he's got too much credibility to do that. But I don't know what I don't know what some players are doing in training versus other players because I mean the shape and what he was doing. You know, he said he'd take the handbrake off. Well, I don't think he knows where a handbrake is then, because it just—it wasn't. It was a defensive setup. I mean, you know, we were trying to work out how on earth we were going to try and progress. And I know who and Kafkar came with a lot of criticism for a lot of the balls they were playing, but there was no one to pass it to. I mean, the players looked like they did not have a clue as to what was going on. You know, you know, Chowdhury's lost it in the last couple of games and had it was awful. To be fair, in the first half, but, mm. he, um, but I was close enough to see his facial expressions, and he was almost like going, "I don't know what's happening. I don't know where we are. I don't know what we're trying to do." Do you know what I mean? So it is an absolute mess. And I'm sorry, Peter, I know you say, "Well, we should be a bit like you." I'll get behind the fans. I can't see it because I think we've all given up. Well, I, I'll be honest with you, because the the thing is about today, and I think. I think it's always important that we give credit to to the opposition, and be, because we don't we don't just lose, they do have to take do something to take it from us, even if it's just turn up. And today, the one thing QPR did was they turned up, the fans turned up, the the team turned up, and they got behind a manager and all collectively tried to get together. And that that was the only thing that you know I was hoping that we might be able to do. I'm not trying to. Don't worry, I'm not trying to inspire everybody onto to anything here particular. And if we all think, hey, that's it then you know what can I do but it was that yeah. atmosphere that level of determination and they they deserved it we didn't no. we we were fucking awful end of yeah. really your yeah. point your point by the way uh when we get to and thank you john sorry because we've got loads of calls to get okay. to so i'll go i'm gonna i'm gonna crack on but your point about the um your point about the handbrake is absolutely valid as uh the first of the five word review starts from laura goods who i've Pleased enough to meet last week at the um, at the the the, the women's uh, league cup semi final where they built beat wolves to go through two nil. There is a team with character there in the girls team. Laura Good's comment was handbrake is still firmly on and boy isn't it. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. 
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.